I'm going to be over the top. Say hello to the easiest way to find interested and qualified candidates. Dude, you need to tone it down. I was just napping. Uh, you mean Uncommon's automated sourcing that turns passive candidates into interested and qualified applications? Yep. Uncommon automation helps recruiters cut their sourcing time by 75%. Well, how much coffee did you have today? A lot. Anyway, dude, 75%. That sounds like black magic or something. Close. It's called automation. It's simple, actually. You just feed or post your jobs into Uncommon. The platform identifies your job requirements, and in seconds, Uncommon uses those requirements to search over 150 million candidate profiles. And then it pulls back only the qualified candidates. And don't forget, you can connect your email and Uncommon will provide automated outreach with your customized messages to activate those passive candidates, those pesky passive candidates. Even better. I'm going to one-up you. Uncommon shows exactly how the candidate meets all the job requirements with a side-by-side comparison view against the job requirements. Which means you won't be asking yourself, What in the hell is this candidate doing here? No, but you will be asking yourself, where has Uncommon been all my life? Seriously? Uncommon is the easiest way to find qualified candidates, active or passive. Visit Uncommon.co and use discount code CHADCHEESE for 20% off. Uncommon.co Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. You the monster. <laughs> What's up, Chad? Oh, man. Hey, welcome back to HR's Most Dangerous Podcast, where we've all been naughty because it's just not that fun being nice. I'm Chad Sowash. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And on today's podcast, we have a special gift for our listeners. We have Chris Cho, Monster's Chief Product Guy. He's one of those guys who has all the good toys and he doesn't let anybody play with them. Welcome, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. And Scott Guts, CEO and Supreme Elven Commander over at uh, Monster.com. Did I get that right, Scott? Uh, that's how Kate said I should introduce you. Is it still Chief Monster or is it just CEO <laughs> now? I like Chief Monster. We'll go with that one. You like that? Okay. Okay. I like that too. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, we're going to just jump straight into uh, straight into Q&A just because everybody knows who the hell you guys are. So, number one, Scott, you've been in the monster hot seat for five months. How does it feel, man? <laughs> toasty. It feels toasty, warm, but good. <laughs> <laughs> how, would you, uh, how would you describe the state of monster uh, currently? We are focused on restoring monster to prominence and relevance. And we're very excited about the products that we're introducing uh, in 2019, some of the products that are evolving in a material way in 2019. And we're super excited about our management team. We remain excited about our brand. And we're excited about our global footprint and all of the things that come with that. I would say the first 
you know, few months of uh, the new the new leadership that came in, there was a real focus on the users. Uh, for example, you took banners off the site, which I personally applauded um, because you guys used to used to be NASCAR, <laughs> so that's a nice change. Speeding up the site, uh, being really focused on users, uh, and then getting to 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 profitability after that. Are we at a point now that you guys feel comfortable that the the site itself, the user experience is rocking? And now you can really focus on the profitability. So I'll give a quick answer and then I'll let Chris give his perspective as well. So I would say we're focused on experiences, we're focused on matches, and we're focused on outcomes. You're absolutely correct. We've done a lot of work to improve the experience on the site. We've done work to improve the speed of the site. We've done work to enhance our capabilities from a search engine optimization perspective, from a Google for Jobs perspective. But would I say that we're super happy with the overall experience, both from an employer and a candidate perspective, I would say no. There's plenty of work we've got in front of us to make the experiences that much better going forward. And it's one of those things where I think even if you ask me the same question in 12 months' time, I'm going to tell you that we're not fully satisfied because we're always going to be trying new and different things to make sure that our users, being candidates, are wanting to come back. And we want to make sure that our employers are having a super good experience with all of the different tools and solutions that we provide to them. On the profitability side, we are continue to be focused on the experiences, the matches, and the outcomes. And we think by doing that, we're going to get better outcomes for our candidates, better outcomes for our employers, and fundamentally better outcomes for Monster, both from a profitability perspective and from an overall performance perspective. So I think I covered all of the aspects of your question. But maybe I'll turn it over to Chris to, to add some additional color. Sure. Yeah. So, hey, guys, uh, we're never going to be happy with user experience. And, um, you know, while we did invent the space in 94, 95, and we introduced to the world this notion of being able to search jobs on the Internet, and while others have emulated, uh, others have copied and uh, explored new areas of what we do, uh, we still remain very hungry to reclaim and re-pioneer the space yet once again with a great new user experience that we're, um, we're building today around our, our, uh, um, around our job board. And I just feel that um, job boards today are so transactional, right? You go to the homepage or you go to the app and you type in a keyword search and then you get your search results applied to a few jobs, maybe sign up for a few job alerts and then you're done. Right, you don't come back until the next time you're looking for a job, and mm-hmm. we want to change that, right? And we want to change that so that people find more value. We drive value back to the employers. Uh, we have a lifelong relationship with the job seeker and the candidate instead of a transactional one. I totally get that, and one of the reasons why we take a look at Facebook, take a look at Google, you take a look at uh, LinkedIn with Microsoft we're looking at lifestyle platforms, right? That's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about having that transaction when I need a job and that's it. And uh, those types of platforms are going away because every single day we use these lifestyle platforms. So, you know, yes, there are other uh, companies who've mimicked and really, to be quite frank, outperformed Monster over the years. Monster was at the at the pinnacle and then got knocked off the mountain and they and they weren't performing as well. How do you change that specifically? What can you do to be able to compete in a lifestyle platform landscape? That's the big question. So we have to educate, enlighten and uplift, right? The thing about social networks with social feeds and news feeds is that 
a lot of the content that you see that gets pushed to you is toxic. And I want Monster, um, from a product vantage point, to be the antidote to that, right? I don't want anxiety-producing, fear of missing out, creating content, product services to be pushed to you. Rather, and I'll give you some examples, right? So when you go on a Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or something else, you're going to get, oh, here's where I'm vacationing, you're not. Here's what I'm eating that you're not eating right now. Or here's the conference or business event that I'm attending that you're not. And, and that's just, you know, for a <laughs> lot of people, right, whether they know it or not, some subconsciously being embedded. And it's giving them a lot of, for a lot of people, uh, anxiety, right? So, but what if we altered that to be positive and understood that the psychology of job search is really rooted in one becoming uh, or wanting to be a better version of themselves, right? And what if we included content, products, services, job ads that were more relevant, that were more suited, that were more career path oriented, right? And that's the kind of mentality and line of thinking that we're that we're having. And just to add a quick perspective to what Chris was saying, you know, we believe that in this younger generation, there will be a lot more job turnover than perhaps the older generation has experienced. So there's data that suggests that uh, this new generation may be changing jobs. And by that, I mean, employers and not jobs within a company Mm -hmm. 15 to 20 times during the course of their career. So as Chris said, I think we have a real opportunity to be the go-to site where we are fundamentally invested in the evolution of that person's career. And that person thinks to come back to Monster first for perspective on where to go next. And that's really what we're aiming for. So, okay, the big question is how, though? That's, I mean, that's all well and good, the educate, enlighten, unlift. That's wonderful. In a day of Facebook where you get on and you're having fights with your family every single day because of politics and that kind of shit, right? Um, and it bleeds into LinkedIn and, and all that, everything else. Um, how do you do it? I mean, again, it sounds great and you can get up on stage and talk about it and sounds wonderful, but it all comes down to execution. How? And, and I, if I could jump in for one uh, sp- specific example that I can name, mm-hmm. you know, you guys a few years ago partnered with Kanunu to power your employee reviews. Um, we, we know that employee reviews are valuable, right? I mean, it's great content. People want to go back. They want to see the nitty gritty, the inside info on the company. Uh, Glassdoor recently sold for you know $1.2 billion. So we know there's value in reviews. Um, it seems kind of silly that you guys are outsourcing that uh, component of your site. Like, is there a plan to have reviews come in-house and have Monster Power its own review section? Or is the plan uh, to, to stay with Kanunu and let them handle that, that component of content? Yeah, I, I, I think reviews are one component of a seeker's consideration building journey. Right. Um, yeah, I'm really interested in learning about a company's uh, culture by way of ratings and reviews. But then the job search is so much more than that, right? It's about benefits, perks, salary information, commute times, uh, maybe uh, an authentic video of the hiring manager, him or herself, presenting themselves with here's the individual that I want the characteristics that they embody and what sort of contributions I expect from them, not in some sort of professionally agency created 
video, but uh, perhaps through uh, in, a, in a very authentic selfie style video that we're able to capture for them uh, and maybe in 45 seconds, 60 seconds and have them uh, be presented as part of the job ad, right? So that, that's the kind of thought that we have. Company ratings and reviews are very important and we realize that, but they but they are just but one component of the job search process. Mm-hmm. So you brought up, you brought up video and I'm, I'm curious, uh, you recently launched Monster Studios, which I, I describe as Instagram for jobs. I, I assume you have a different explanation or description, but um, how is that going and what's sort of the early feedback on that product? So I'll, I'll give a quick answer, Chris. I, I would say we're super excited excited about Monster Studios. The, uh, the companies that have uh, expressed interest are, are uh, a multiple of what we expected, and we're in a beta phase right now. So we have close to 100 customers that are participating in the beta, and we have um, hundreds more that are asking for permission to also participate. We are, we are moving into an alpha phase in Q1 with an expectation for a global launch uh, in, uh, at the end of Q1 going into Q2. So far, uh, we're happy with the performance of the solution. Our customers that are participating are happy with the performance of the solution. We are, we are getting, getting ready to introduce this to candidates as we go forward, which is the most important test. As Chris said, I, I completely agree with his answer. If you think about all of the different considerations a candidate has when they're making a determination as to the right fit, yes, you could look at commute time and compensation and information and perspective from uh, Kununu or Glassdoor about the company itself, but getting a real perspective from the department manager and the, the department in which you are going to work and having things like specific company profiles associated with that particular location and that particular department. I think are super important in terms of a candidate ultimately determining whether or not it's the right match. So we think video is an important component. It's one of the components that we think candidates will effectively consider going forward. And we are really very, very bullish on on Monster Studios as a major element of the Monster uh, technology stack Mm -hmm. and the Monster employer and candidate solutions going forward. And did I hear you right that you're launching it for job seekers? Uh, what does that look like? So, so the, the comment was more specific to the fact that job seekers will be looking at Monster Studios in order to make a determination on, on the right fit. However, we are also looking at um, moving the, the video solutions into the candidate world as well. That would more likely be second half of 2019. But there are some things that you need to take into consideration before the launch. So a video resume component, essentially. Exactly right. So that being said, on the Monster Studio side of the house, um, this is enhancing your current product, right? That is correct. This is not a standalone product. So how do you believe this is actually going to increase impact revenues? Experience is awesome. We love it. But at the end of the day, you know, Ron Stodd and Linda better than I do. It's all about being able to ensure that you're going to be impacting that bottom line and focusing on EBITDA, right? So two, two things that I would say. One is we actually think that the, the way that you get ahead in this business and or in many businesses is creating differentiation. Mm-hmm. So as a part of our job ad solution, we think by including Monster Studios, we're providing an enriched solution for employers and by extension, a better mechanism for them to attract the right candidates. The, the second comment that I would make is Monster is in a, is in a, good, um, uh, a good situation relative to its EBITDA performance. One of the things that's mm-hmm. interesting is that we are fundamentally a technology and a media company. We are different from a staffing company. 
a staffing company uses the EBITDA with a T as their major yes. measure. From an EBITDA perspective, Monster is doing quite well. But uh-huh. we're, we're clearly, I am here to grow the revenues. I'm grow, here to grow the profits. And I, my management team and I are laser focused on introducing solutions that are better serving employers, introducing solutions that are, that are allowing candidates to find the right match. And again, if we think about experiences and matches, we think that leads to very, very effective outcomes for all parties involved. And we hope guys, including Monster. Mm-hmm. So on that same line of thinking, uh, experience has to do with relevant matching, right? So ZipRecruiter has taken the SMB market by storm and you know they're going to be in the enterprise market very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't focused on clicks, the PPC side of the house. They haven't focused on apps. They focused on quality and more toward the qualified candidate side of the house. Mm-hmm. So two questions, first and foremost, especially right out of the gate from a philosophical standpoint, mm-hmm. do you believe moving past PPC and, and PPA to qualified candidates is really what should be everybody should be focusing on right now, obviously, including Monster? Uh, if so, then when can we uh, expect a product? So let me see if I understand the question. I, I, right now, Monster has a variety of different solutions that we offer, which include elements of the traditional duration job, Uh, a PPC equation, Mm -hmm. a PPA equation, and a PPH equation. And that's not only in just our pure job ad category, that that exists in our services solutions as well. So do I think that Monster is going to move to one versus all of the others? Given the fact that we're global operating in 15 different markets, Mm -hmm. I could tell you that the market expectation for products and services is different by market. Uh, by way of example, Canada is different from the US, the UK is different to Germany, and I believe that we're going to continue to offer a variety of solutions that meet the requirements of the market. Mm-hmm. That being said, I want Monster to be in a position where irrespective of it's a 30-day duration job, uh, a pay-per-click, a pay-per-applicant, or a pay-per-hire, that our performance and the outcomes that are being generated put Monster in a very strong relative competitive position. That is absolutely what we're collectively aiming for. Excellent. So real quick, what's the big difference between the US and the UK with regard to those types of products? I mean, great answer, but really down to brass tacks, how are you selling differently and what types of products are actually going out the door faster in the UK than they are in the US? Yeah, so I'll I'll give a few examples and I'll let uh, Chris offer some perspective as well. So one thing that we've seen it, from I'd say from a European trend perspective is that mm-hmm. um, the duration job uh, continues to be um, prominent in terms of what people are willing to buy. So there have been pockets of interest in PPC. We know that um, competitors that offer PPC have entered those markets and are starting to introduce new models. But we are in a position to offer either duration or PPC in any market that we operate. The On the question which is specific to the UK, maybe just to share with you one of the things that we're finding interesting is that the standard job ad, if you look at, you know, year over year, it is definitely on the decline. However, what we call the premium job ad, which includes a active social component, is, 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 is taking away all of the standard share and growing at a fairly rapid pace. 
So we think that that the evolution of the, call it the traditional job ad, mm-hmm. moving more to social channels is really starting to become very um, prominent and, and really starting to create better outcomes in the UK market and by extension in some other major European markets as well. Chris, you could add any color. Yeah. So... Social is, and to add to Scott, right, social is huge in the UK. Um, And it's not as a result of, you know, our lack of ability to yield strong performance in PPC and duration. It it is just just the the market is moving in that direction. And we often look at our Monster Europe as tip of the spear with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so they teach us and we learn from them and we try to adapt as quickly as possible what successes we can emulate here in the US with respect to uh, avant-garde products like social, which really aren't super avant-garde given that they were released to the market three, four years ago. On the matter of the quality of hire aspect to it, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Papa John's tagline, not Papa John himself. <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza, right? I, 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 I'm going to adapt that. And, and I'm going to say, when it comes to quality of hires and quality of candidates, it comes, it goes down to better data equals better decisions. And I don't think there's anyone here that would disagree with that, right? So what we are doing is looking at, at the nucleus of what we have to offer. If that is relegated not just to us, but to every other job board out there, mm-hmm. right? The the humble but lowly resume artifact that honestly, as an online artifact, hasn't changed in the past two decades, right? It's still the yeah. same Word file, same PDF file, right? Uh-huh. We yeah. are making advances in uplifting that artifact um, with a certain halo of information that I think will yield to better outcomes for our employers. And both Scott and I are uh, very passionate about that being part of our core strategy. I want to hear about that. That's what I want to hear about. Tell us more about that. Yeah, well, maybe in the next podcast, right? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Such a tease. <laughs> You're such a tease. I'd like to pivot to uh, Google for Jobs, if I can, for a second. What has what has that meant to your business, your traffic inflow, um, plans for leveraging it more in the future or less? Uh, and maybe are you are you starting to think of it as a competitor? Initially, we have put a tremendous amount of focus on making sure that the monster performance on Google for Jobs was strong. So in the markets where Google for Jobs has launched, which I think you guys are well aware is US, uh, UK, and Canada, we actually have seen super good performance on, on Google for Jobs. In fact, I would suggest that we are anxiously awaiting the launch of Google for Jobs in other major mo- markets where Monster operates mm-hmm. as a way to take a step forward. So far, uh, we have we have seen Google as a as a clear path where Monster needs to be well placed and prominent in order to make sure that we are appearing where we need to appear. We see organic and you know SEO and Google for Jobs as opportunities for Monster to be much more effective of getting our jobs where they need to be. So, so far, I don't think we're seeing it as as a competition. We're seeing it as an opportunity for Monster to excel. And uh, I expect that will be the case as, as we move in really through the next few years. Well, here's a quick question for for Chris. Uh, Chris, you know, we t- take a look at Google for Jobs and, and what we're hearing and nobody knows about the black box of the Google algorithm. 
Although they know that mm-hmm. experience means everything. So mm-hmm. if uh, you're focusing on experience and you're trying to obviously demonstrate to Google that you're providing a better experience than all those other sites that are out there, even even the applicant tracking systems and so on and so forth. Yeah. Do you believe that that is also a part of the strategy in being able to have a better new age SEO to get better search engine rankings in Google for jobs. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, um, we're, so that we're very clear, Google is a enabler and a really good industry partner. Uh, they're pushing us forward and they're doing some things outside of Google for jobs, as you guys know, on the cloud side that, um, mm-hmm. are effectively democratizing some of that great Google search technology, uh, across the board, which has been, um, uh, uh, a, a good thing for everyone in this industry. Um, when it comes down to SEO, this is precisely the reason why we're going into studios, right? If you delve into that a little bit more, um, and if you path it out and string it out a little bit, if Google for jobs, as they've taken precedence in Google in the past by indexing mm-hmm. and surfacing video content, right? Uh-huh. Um, as a SEO differentiator, um, then becomes part of Google for jobs, then what we uh, really want to start understanding and using as a leveraging point is how the video content that appears on monster can appear on Google for jobs, right? So that's our kind of mm-hmm. way of mm-hmm. getting ahead of it. And when we allow for really clever, smart features, like the ability for people to upload their script. So if you're not a digital marketer and you know not a lot of people are right that are in re- recruiting and i do feel that the future of the re- role of the recruiter will be trending towards digital marketing um, and as they upload their strip scripts they be- that that script becomes arguably fodder for um, seo right as well as w- uh-huh. as well as being closed captioning um, text mm-hmm. so um, you know that's visibility that's optics and that's stuff that's coming out of monster right I, I think that on the video side of the house uh you're going to get more engagement from job seekers on monster so if they come through google and google sees that you're getting more engagement because they're watching videos and they're you're just you have more time on site then obviously that's going to provide different signals to yes. google that job seekers are actually yes. staying longer which means it's a better experience so that being said that's my personal my my personal thoughts on that what about the api uh, their job search obviously is is been blowing everybody else's job search away. Uh, when is or is uh, Monster going to go full Google? Yeah, I so Career Builder took that dive, and you know I think that they, depending on who you talk to, they've either seen a mixed success uh, or uh, a big amount of success, depending on who you talk to, really, right? And so um, when you look uh-huh. at um, sort of that precedence that was set by them, mm-hmm. there's no doubt that we uh, have high curiosity and high level of interest in exploring that sort of potential as well. Um, so we are um, uh, highly interested and highly engaged in learning more about it, but we also come from a tradition of understanding that search and match is a huge competitive strategic differentiator that is just going to be really, really hard to relinquish, right, as a core um, part of the um, mm-hmm. uh, of the offering, right? It's just everything about the job search is relegated into, um, you know, the bits and bytes and how the algorithm sorts it all out. So, um, and, and that's clearly evidenced when we bought Trovix. That was clearly evidenced when we uh, bought Sixth Sense, 
right? Which are mm-hmm. these semantic search technologies that power the experience today. So there's more water to be squeezed out of that mm-hmm. towel, out of those acquisitions. There's more juice to be squeezed out of that lemon. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are also very, very adaptive. And under Scott's leadership, we are very, very keen on understanding what sort of efficiencies that can be driven out of um, partnering with Google in that sense. And, and I would just add really quickly, even if we were to, to move to a more commoditized search solution, it doesn't change the fact that the match and recommendation component of what we do is highly specialized based upon algorithms that have been built out over years, is reflecting a significant investment that we have on the data science side. Mm. Even if search is commoditized, I don't think match and recommendation will ever really be something which we relinquish, uh, to use uh, Chris's terminology. Interesting. Question about the gig economy. Um, hopefully, we can agree that this is a trend that's taking hold um, in, in, in the workplace. Um, any plans for Google, I mean, for uh, for Monster to leverage uh, the gig economy, whether that's maybe partnering with somebody or building something in-house. What are your views on that? So we absolutely see that in this, uh, in this uh, next generation, uh, they are going to be looking at gigs uh, as much as they may be looking at full-time uh, jobs. So we've got a variety of different initiatives that we're exploring both from an internal perspective and from a partnership perspective. We clearly have a lot of experience with our parent company, Randstad, who is in part-time jobs, gig jobs, and full-time jobs. So we've got a perspective that we're learning from them in terms Mm -hmm. of what they're seeing. Um, We also have, we have run some tests. I mean, just just by way of example, you guys are aware that we operate the military site and the FAST website. On the FAST website, we've just started to offer part-time jobs to Uh, high school students and college students that are coming onto that site. Mm -hmm. The uptake has been probably 3x what we expected. That gives us some indication that moving more towards part-time, more more towards gig is is an element that we absolutely have to consider if we want to be all of the jobs to all of the people as we go forward. What about what about chatbots? They're all the rage right now and we hear Monster talking about experience. Uh, obviously a, a lot, which is good, but candidates are still floating into black holes, right? So how can Monster help with the engagement between employers and candidates and almost be that de facto platform for them, prospectively using messaging through WhatsApp, Facebook, and integrating chatbots? So I'll just give a high level perspective and then let Chris give a bit more detail. But I could say in the context of experiences, when you think about texting and chat, those are absolute elements. It's the way people interact today. We understand that this is going to be something that becomes much more prominent going forward. We have uh, multiple different partners that we are discussing the evolution of of text and chat with. Uh, It is available in solutions that we're offering today. As we move to our next generation of of candidate search for employers, we will have uh, text capabilities built into the uh, the search process. We have a variety of initiatives now around chat, but just to make the, the, the very clear statement that we think these are very important components of the employer and candidate experiences going forward, and we intend to be a leader in the space. Okay, so for Chris real quick, I mean, yeah. just for, for clarity, Chris, yeah. so being able to mm-hmm. provide customized chatbots to your clients as a product for revenue generation, to be able to also bridge this this divide for candidate experience who uh, individuals right. who are going into black holes, right. is that what we're talking about? That, that's a part of it, right? So uh, okay. first of all, um, 
Huge shout out to our partners, Text Recruit, uh, Eric um, Kosselnick and Brian Bush over there that have been very influential in helping us understand what sort of potential we can unlock through great um, chatbot experiences. And of course, we are partnering with them. With them that's um, a public fact. Um, and they've been very helpful in helping us understand where other where chatbot technologies can be deployed. But mm-hmm. we also look at um, our parent company, Ronstadt, and the investments that they've made in companies like Alio and Wade and Wendy, right? And mm-hmm. some of the things that they're doing are very avant-garde, and they have very specific use cases around leveraging chatbot technologies to uh, overcome and automate a lot of the mundane things that job seekers, who, by the way, have been you know our biggest fans and loyal supporters since our birth, um, uh, in, in helping them uh, get over things like uh, how we can make the apply experience um, doable through a set of SMS interactions, mm-hmm. right? Instead of sitting down 19 minutes in front of your computer and being like, oh my God, let me copy and paste C resume into every text box, right? Um, uh, I, I think when you look at the potential that it has to offer, uh, we do see it being a combination of improving the quality of experience for our job seekers and candidates, but also delivering on the outcomes that uh, employers want, which is uh, really uh, enriching and um, engaging uh, the seeker and the candidate audience thoroughly so that they get, uh, again, you know, better data creating better decisions. The one uh, quick thing that I would add is as more and more traffic moves to mobile mm-hmm. and mobile apps, your mobile web, we fully yep. expect you know chat and text to be that much more prominent and that much more usable in that environment. Mm-hmm. No question. Yeah. Uh, historically, when a new leadership comes in, into an organization, a new a new owner uh, in general, there's obviously a lot of moving parts internally. The people are unhappy. Uh, some people will be happy. Uh, and I'd like to just talk a little bit about uh, sort of the internal um, aspects of of the organization. Um, currently on uh, on Glassdoor. Scott, you have a 65% approval rating. Uh, the company as a whole has a 3.1 out of five stars. Uh, assuming you guys are never satisfied, um, Scott, how do you how do you plan on getting your approval rating up uh, for yourself as well as the company at large? Yeah, I think that's a fair question. And again, having been here for five and a half months, it's been a, it's been a really good experience in that I have um, inherited a management team that for the most part has all joined within the last 12 to 18 months. We, we've shared that with you guys before. Everybody from a management perspective is not defensive about the past. Everybody is looking forward. Everybody is here to grow the business. Mm-hmm. And I've been super pleased with the fact that my management organization and by extension, sort of the, 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 the level minus two organization is super excited about moving Monster forward. So, what are we doing? Uh, I would say that we've spent a lot of time, and I personally have spent a lot of time reintroducing the monster vision, the monster mission, the monster values, and setting a strategy for the 2,000 plus people of Monster to understand and and appreciate. And it's a, around a lot of the different things that we've discussed. It's around audience acquisition. It's around new revenue streams. It's around defending the Monster core platforms. It's around innovation, which we consider to be quite important. So as we continued to broadcast our strategy, and to be very transparent, in fact, it was just three weeks ago that I stood before the global organization and said, these are the things that we're going to do to make Monster a great company again going Mm -hmm. forward and to improve upon the, the performance that we've seen in recent years. 
And so far, the, the response has been very, very good. When you introduce the strategy, now when we set our objectives for 2019 and moving forward, the objectives will tie directly into the strategy. My personal perspective, having done this a few times before, is that if people understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, they understand what their role is in the contribution to the overall strategy. They understand that what we're doing to differentiate ourselves from the competition. If you could get those things working together and you've got good people around you, like Chris and like Kate, you know, I really, really get very excited about the future of Monster. And I'm hopeful that when I get excited, that um, that permeates through the organization, my leadership team gets excited, their teams get excited. And to get back to your original question, uh, Joel, then you could start to see those uh, scores on Glassdoor going up in the right direction because we've created the right environment. Guys, I'd like to say I really appreciate you both coming on, taking time, to answer the hard questions. And there aren't there aren't many CEOs and, and, and chief product officers that'll actually jump on with a couple of knuckleheads like us and 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 answer tough questions. So I mean, this was awesome. We appreciate it. And we hope to do this again as you're continuing to push out uh, more new product, start to drive revenue. And uh, again, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Well, we like you guys. Our pleasure. <laughs> and happy holidays yeah, to everyone. Man. Happy holidays. Bye, guys. We love you guys. We, we out. out. Hi, I'm Emma. Thanks for listening to my dad, The Chad, and his buddy Cheese. This has been The Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Be sure to check out our sponsors because their money goes to my college fund. For more, visit chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.